Okay, good evening. You guys are filling up the screen over here. This time uh, Avram got the center stage. A little protection. Okay, go to page three of the latter half of the large copy. We're at the end of Simon Kuf Pei. We began discussing the minig to cover the knife. Once we were discussing getting rid of the crumbs, make sure they don't get stepped on, kashal and we don't want that, and make sure they don't get wet. They might be bigger than a kazayas when you wash the mayim achreinim. And we discussed the muksi issues. So the last item, once we're on the sugya of preparing for benching, we're not going to go into mayim achreinim now, but the covering of the knife is sifhei, which we saw last night. So we gave two reasons. One, the shulchan is daimel mezbech, which we saw a few times already, and therefore we don't use barzel on the mezbech, makatzer, chayiv shaladom, and this represents the barzel. You need it to eat, but when we bench, which is really the crowning glory of the, uh, of the Suda, the end of the Suda. So we take it away or cover it. And the second reason is Maisa Shahoya, a fellow obviously in a very high madrega, hard to fathom, uh, after the Khurban, and he was so upset when he got to Bnei Shalayim, he uh, hurt himself with a knife. And hurt himself, killed himself, doesn't say exactly, but it was dangerous. So we don't want to have the knife on the table. And then the Mechaber says, no, the Mishabura doesn't say why, but he says, the Acharonim try to explain, which we will omit to Shem see. Go to page four, just going to show you two interesting footnotes once we're here. So if you look at, take a look at number seven first in the first column. Plastic If the first reason is the main reason, and it's a barzol that shortens life, he's talking about, we'll get the plastic in a moment actually, he's talking about a different type of metal. What are the options? What do they normally make? Uh, barzol is... We translate what? Steel, iron. Is iron, but steel is what a steel is. Yeah, I'm saying it's just an alloy. Yeah. yeah. So that anything else that's off this list that they make today? All these years, all these decades, they didn't. They didn't uh, further the science of making knives to change to some new, improve, same old, same old metal, besides the plastic ones, which. No, gold is too soft. Can't cut with gold. Can't cut with gold? It's too soft. It's a soft metal. It's not. I thought soft metal has a, oh, a melting point and things like that. It can no, form it better. It's, it's metal. Really? I'll have to test the gold bars I have at home. I'll have to see if I can bend them. Um, that's interesting. Ceramic knives. What was that? Ceramic. Nowadays they have ceramic. 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 That's interesting. That's for those who don't want to be table kalim or during Corona they can't find the mikvah, so they came out with ceramic. Why would, what's the advantage of ceramic? Why would somebody... They're, they're extremely sharp, hard, but very fragile. So what's the advantage? So is metal. They stay sharp. Better. Oh, they stay sharp better. I can hear that for meat knives and things like that. Challah knives, how sharp do you need it already? Challah cuts. People use these? Any of you have these at home? 
and it's used for vegetables, yeah, so not for okay. Uh huh. Okay, so Magad Rav says, according to this first reason, uh, you wouldn't have the issue if they're sharp enough and they're dangerous. The second reason would apply. And he brings various sheets. If it's not for a metal or the ceramic, it's very sharp. The story they're assuming was that the guy uh, killed himself or severely wounded. And the lushan uh, over there from the Maisei Delover is that he uh, killed himself. Does that mean Mamish killed himself or got close to that, became a Sakana? Lamaisa, most people are on the Madrega, and either it's a low plug or it was also as a Zecher, as I mentioned last night, to try to focus on what B'nai Shalim is, what the loss is, what the Corbin is. He goes on to discuss in the middle paragraph a butter knife is not used really for cutting. The plastic knives are not dangerous and they have nothing to do with barzel. So, according to both reasons, you wouldn't have to cover the plastic knives. So, if a person has a, a knife which could cut, but we don't really. Like, like, he says butter knives are. Butter knives are not, not they're flat. They're not. They mamish don't. No, but, but sometimes you use a knife that you could use for. No, a that's a knife. Then it's a knife. That's a knife, yeah. Even though you yeah, use yeah, it. yeah. Most people are not so fancy. They talk to use a regular knife uh, to get their butter also. But um, the metal one, typical metal ones in your drawer that have a slight serrated edge, but it's not really dangerous and it's not pointy at the end. Could you hurt somebody with that, Rahman Islam? Yes, with enough force. Uh, is that called a butter knife? People cut chicken with that also. Just you don't want to cut a steak with it. The average knife you have in your drawer, the, the metal one that's pretty flat, doesn't come to a point. Um, it's, it's metal. What? It's not a scale. Uh, okay. So that's it. But the spreader is not a good idea for steak. Because it's not a, it's not a knife. You can cut things that are, that are soft. So, uh, again, is it dangerous? Uh, I don't know. Again, with enough force. Uh, anything can be dangerous. It wouldn't be used as a weapon of choice. But it is made of metal. The first reason would, would apply. Uh, the um, footnote number eight. Din Kisya Saken. Remember we were discussing about the main shalosh, the alamichya. Is it yeah. really barzel or is it knife? Because you can have a fork, a metal fork, it can also pierce. No, but it's not. It's not used to be makatzah chayshal adam. A knife is a weapon. It's, it's basil, just things that were dangerous, except for the. Barzel, it's barzel because they didn't have ceramic. That's why I was asking: Is anything new and improved? But there are other metals that they somehow used. So shayl is barzel. Mistama not. I don't know. A lot of those are alloys. A lot of those are mixtures. Shailas, did they ever make spears and knives? Is that common to use besides what we're still using for the last couple thousand years? There, there is something called Bronze Age when, where they used... Bronze. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's an alloy of copper that they used for, for this thing, which is and not... what was the advantage? not iron. Yeah, they, well, did well, not, they could not make iron yet because it requires higher temperatures to melt it. Was it sharp? Yeah. And it was deadly sharp? Weapons. Yeah, they made metals. Uh, they made weapons out of Yeah, Zilbasa Taimah, Makatsar Chayshaladam. I think that would apply. So, so why is the Magen of Ram Mesupak then if it's Barzal? Because the Barzal. Din and the Mikdash happens to say Barzal. What happens at the end of the Bronze Age? Did they do away with it? Did they, once it was a good weapon, they kept it up? Is bronze more expensive? 
it's it's not as hard, I guess, as as iron would be. So they didn't use so after they the bronze age ended, they they if, stopped if using you, it. If you knew how to smelt iron, then and if it was a so right. they would make iron. But if you, I mean, the last couple thousand years, I don't know they when they put this bronze. bronze age. They bronze, do. The bronze age actually coincided with Tubal Oh, that's not a very good. Okay, so yeah, he started same. making the weapon. I mean, he made weapons. Right. So bronze that's, that's a good ride. So we still using the weapons, not guns. In the 1500s, they were using your average spear uh, sword was bronze, was metal. I get the impression it was all regular metal. It depends what's available. Uh-huh. And what's cheaper. What, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of questions. Uh-huh. Iron in those days rusted really a lot. I don't know. So why is the Magad of Ram making a statement that Barzel is also a Lakatzer? Barzel, because it's a Gizir Sakos Barzel. Yeah, but if it's a Vart in, uh, in danger, then not. Then you're yeah. saying the bronze worked just as well. That's the fact. Yeah. The okay, so then, then his suffix is based on the Gizir Sakos. The Gizir Sakos Lamaisa is the son of Barzel. But then, is it a din and a knife? Or then mm. any sharp object, a fork, can also hurt? Mm. <laughs> yeah, but no one would use that as a weapon. In other words, his suffix is do we go after the Xerxes of Custom and the Lysa, the Terra the Aser? Based on history, you're telling me it's a good question. Why indeed did the Terra Aser, if the Sfara, you don't have to be Darish Tamar Kra, but if the Sfara is that this is Makatzer, when did the Bronze Age end, so, technically, so to speak? If it ended at all, but by the Torah, you're asking uh, Kasha really on the pasuk. Why would the pasuk only answer Barzil? What, what is there at Sa'ad? So I'd have to get me some information on the Bronze Age. I always, I never paid attention to the Bronze Age. I always, whenever I hear anything with the last name Age, I just ignore it because then they start talking about dinosaurs. Usually, at least the Kfira. But if it was really like Tuvalkayan, Tuvalkayan mastered the first uh, weapon arsenal. That's not and if that was bronze. Uh, then, but Shaila's when did it end? Then Yaakov, you have to work it out for you. You do some research on the uh, uh, on when they were using bronze and when they weren't, and what the Navkamina would be. If they, if they switch to metal now that we have to do it, there must be a big advantage in the weaponry. So Shaila's, what's the what's the advantage? It was like Bidyevi can kill less people, and now they figured out that this is a shvacha weapon compared to the Basel. I just uh, I never never heard there was even enough Camino. So we'll have to investigate that. If anybody has any at home, old spears, javelins, maybe if you want to uh, bring it in, uh, you'll, uh, nobody has any bronze. Are they making bronze knives? No, I don't think so. Is bronze more expensive as a metal? Now if it, why? Copper, I think, is more expensive. Than more rare. Now, they use it for, like, can- the- pieces. Uh-huh. So and, and copper using for wires and... and what? Uh, okay, we'll have to investigate. Interesting, Shaila. Uh, go to eight. Din Kisi Asakin, Kasavataris, Hashokhan. Noigav Bech's main shalom. So we discussed last night the issue with the Alamichia. When do we compare benching and Alamichia? The Gabi leaving bread on the table for the Simon Brocha and the like, where many said it doesn't apply to Alamichia. Shem as Kirin, Ba as Bene Yushalayim. So, Taras Hashokhan, Tainas, you mentioned Bene Yushalayim, so there's a Danger aspect. That's the story of the guy who killed himself. And the minigis that we are not machmer. People don't take off, cover the knives, or take off the knives when it comes to alamichia. But it is a havamina because the second reason would certainly apply. And it is a shochan. You wait, mezayin. It's possible for kisnen. 
You make it al michya, it's not so far fetched. Then he mentions the bottom paragraph, just skip down. You take care of everybody else's knives. There could be eight, nine knives in the table, many, many people eating there. Remember, all this is a remez that Shulchan's done with the and the Sakin is Makasachai Shaladam, and the remez of the old story, even though most people are not at Madrega, there should be a Sakana. Which means take care of your own knife. If it's a knife eight feet away by the other guy, he should be taking care of his own din, but you can start benching even though they didn't take off that knife. And uh, it's only a remez. Also, the first reason, also, the second reason, it's not dangerous for you. And there's no losama damrecha because it's not that prevalent. Go now to the second set. You have a double page. It's number nine, PDF number nine on the Zoomers here. If you go into your link, I hope you're uh, um, always looking at it at least once a week because I usually put new Marmachemis. So if you didn't, you could take a look now if you have a printer nearby. PDF number nine. Anybody who does not have the link who's listening to the Shear, either on Zoom or any other venue, please let us know. We'll resend it uh, as we do once in a while. Maybe it might be a good idea next week just when you uh, send out the Shear, resend it. Uh, does everybody see it? PDF number one, it's two, uh, nine, it's two pages, Lavush and the Birke Yesef. Page one is Lavush. And we will add a couple of layers of site here. Take a look at Hay in the first column up top in Lavush. Which means we're showing the chelik of the avodah. The shulchan is always done with the as we eat there. That's also not avodah. The halachas of eating and derech eretz and eating l'shma, but the spitz avodah is the dindaraisa of benching. So we cover the knife or remove it. Because it could get dangerous. Skip the next line. So, if it's dangerous, it's dangerous. And the dimian to the mizbeach. Both reasons. There shouldn't be a chilutin shabbos. And chol mashma lefi tamarishin yesh lechalik. Question is why? V'chein katsur shulchan aras shaloi kena minib aritzu zelashan and nagrish loch says and b'shaz yantiv adkan. So he wants to know what's the difference. The Beis Yosef says, according to the second reason, it's just as dangerous on Shabbos. But according to the first reason, there is a chilik. What's the chilik? Tzarachim ma'ishna shaz yantiv mechol gam lefi tamarishin chiv Shabbos yantiv ena shulchanikam is beakim mechol. So what's the chilik here? The, the, the Chaber mentions it, doesn't say why the Mishaburah says, look on the Acharonim. Take a look at the Elio Zuta, go down to Oiz Beis. First he reminds you, mentioned this yesterday, that we really treat the Shulchan like a Mizbeach. Please, Mitzvah Farsim, with your kids and the adults. Also, Larakina al Shulchan, that was very common. Today it's a mosquito, fly. This is actually very nagaya on Sukkis. 
because we're struggling with bees and trapping bees and killing bees and all the malachas involved. And even if there were a heter, which is a big machalik zacharinim, with a, it's a very complicated sugyan bay, actually, in Hochziantiv, is there mitoich? You can shock an animal technically, and yantiv, we don't do it because it's too involved and we don't get fresh meat anyway. It wouldn't make a difference. We're not used to it. But is there mitoich that you can shecht for a chanefesh that you can now shecht the bee, kill the bee for your tzarche uh, haguf? You shouldn't be so scared. Do we say mitoich by machshirim? It's a whole machlekes. On the side, you could. If the bee's over here and you're brave enough, you follow it around, buzzing a little bit, and then you go like that. And now it's no longer here harassing people. You can enjoy your yantif and your sukkah, and you can actually make a lay shave. I've had situations we got into the sukkah and they came muktum before we even started eating. And I, the times I couldn't make a lay shave. It's a stuffy bracha if you're that uncomfortable. Depends how many bees, how allergic you are. Now I'm a free man after this past uh, Rosh Hashanah, if you remember from the Shabbat Shuvah Drasha, because uh, I was waiting many, many decades. Baruch never stung by a bee. So now at least I know I'm not allergic, even though I was quite puffed up, but I didn't. Uh, I finished my Nesrei and I made a good drosha. Lamaisa, if you're bent out of shape, and many people are, either if it's allergic or they're just nervous, then you can't really make a lay shave. If you made a lay shave right and they come afterwards, which is the protocol of when you invite bees, uh, then it's a little better, but can you kill them? So if you can, you can't smash them on the table because of this. No, it, well, it is because the bees don't come when we're not eating for some reason. It's your, it's your dining room table, it's your living room, it's your kitchen table, it's It's worse, but it's, it's bad. If you have a table that uh, the kids are playing and they, they, they use their crayons on it and they have to eat there once in a while, that might be a different story. So that's um, obviously implying you shouldn't put your shoes on there and sit on there, all the things your parents told you when you were growing up. Take a look at Gimel Bishalah. Esav is here, his bracha is his weapons. So apparently Mishabur didn't go into this because a lot of deep reasons I'll piece side, so I figured whoever's going to investigate it is going to hear it in Shir. And the Kayach of Esav is put at bay, so to speak, on Shabbos, and therefore we don't have to cover the knife. That is the reason brought down the Shalaf. If you take a look at page 2 in the Birka Yesav, the Chidah, he adds the first column in Oiz Dalit in the middle. There's a thing here. It should let's see Yamasku. It's going to be Mamtakem. Uh, the klipas is when you sweeten the klipas. Ubala mavas anetzach. It's going to be no more klipas, no more mavas, no more damage. And therefore, Shabbos yantiv represent a main alam haba. It's interesting. We said that about Shabbos. Apparently yantiv as well. And therefore, there's no reason to discuss these things that remind you about being makatzer yamashaladam and things like that. Because it could still be dangerous. And you can really apply his reason as well. If looking forward to a time, there's no klipas, there's no mazikim, 
and we don't have to worry about the symbolism of the night being Makatsar Chayev Shaladam, but you also don't have to worry about people being distraught. You're not supposed to be that upset on Shabbos Yanzo to be calmer, and there's less of a chance he's going to hurt himself when he gets to B'nai Yishalayim. We don't highlight the Churban as much, which is why um, it's probably a discussion in your houses as well. There are some who take a mahalach, they sing one or two or three or four zmiras, they follow the bencher very yekish that way, and it's the same ones every Shabbos. So I don't know what goes on at your table, but what's going on at mine, Baruch Hashem, for the last few decades, is that sometimes we do, and often some of the children want something else. I'm not talking about one of these neo-rocky type things that's barely Jewish music. They want something heartsick, and the, but it's not in the bencher. So I usually just remind everybody that well, there is a Messiah, we have a minig, but it's not us to add, and we do it. And you'd be surprised how often slow songs that are very heartsick and very moving, but they're about the Chorban. And that's not a great idea. We've had uh, this discussion for a few decades, and my children, Baruch Hashem, who not to learn, brought me various rayas that we have some zmiras that are part of the Messiah that do mention... You have to, we had Chilukim and Chilukim and the Chilukim, but it's not the time to focus on Yanish Korban. It's Shabbos and Yantif. There's also a minig that people don't sing Yamna Rhyme songs when it's not Yamna Rhyme. We discussed that, I think, in Shir once. Again, not from the Averis Achamiris, but if it represents from the Sarah, the Midas Adam, we don't necessarily want to uh, bring that up. So, Lamaisa, the minig is we do not remove the knives and we don't cover them on Shabbos and Yantif. If you can go to your next copy, which we're going to give out right now, uh, if the people on the computer can look, it starts Psachim, Kofiat Allah from Abayz. So it's one of the PDFs near number nine. And if you can hand this out. The can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was their raya. So if it's in there, it's in there. But if the whole theme is uh, it's just about Hurban, that uh, might be overdoing it. That's the difference. The last item, last but not least, uh, said the theme over here, and the focus on Pas. The Pas, I'll be Nister but it's these all Gemaras, not uh, Zayers. And the attachment of the symbolism of past to Parnassa is something that's repeated. We already had it a couple of times, and now we're going to have it a third time. And this one is quite fascinating, because you would think, who would do a thing like this in the first place? So, I um, might need one of them. I have one over here. We got okay. So, we have a Gemara. This Gemara is only two lines, and you're wondering why this packet is so thick. There are quite a few fascinating Marmachimas just on this idea. Let's go to Gemara B'Sachim, Kufiyad Aleph and Beis, about six lines from the bottom. Tali Bebeisa Kashi La'ani Yusa. If you hang loaves of bread, challah bread, if you hang it in your house, it's kasha la'anayusa. Just like we had stepping on crumbs, we mavaza crumbs, even less than kazai is kasha la'anayusa. Very not good as a school of Rapanosa. The opposite direction, unfortunately. Sounds like this is something people would be doing 
And the Gemara says, not a good idea. Apparently, civilization in general, Gaim are doing it, and people doing it didn't know. And the symbolism, this is the expression. If you hang your bread, the bread represents the panasa, it's like your panasa, Rahman is hanging. People are hanging, they're like in limbo, like the country uh, right now. Or I don't know right now, I Hashem didn't have time to even check in for all I know. It's, uh, it's already a done deal, but whatever it is, Hanging limbo is never good for anything. And certainly for Panasa, the expression means it's hanging. It's not kavua. It's not uh, solid. So, what was that? Is that similar to the Gemara Brachos that says where if you hang your tefillin by the knot, it's you're hanging your life? Yes, yes. Hanging something means, it's not, by tefillin, it's, it's an issue, it's not Bekavadik. And that plays a role over here also, because we don't throw bread, even though we can throw other foods. So that certainly plays a role. It's a nice sushi but it's, it's more than that. It's the fact that the, uh, the loaf itself represents panos, the staff of life is bread. And the symbolism, if this wasn't a Gemara, I don't think we would have said this this quickly. And I'll explain why. First of all, you can't just say everything that we do with bread, it's going to start thinking up your own uh, symbolisms. Second thing is, is that if this was an issue, the people would be doing it. And if it was not, never have me, you know, there wouldn't be a Gemara not to do it. Why were people doing it? So again, we bring you back to colonial times. You'll give me an angle if, if I didn't guess it. I didn't live then, but picture... Okay, it's a good thing I took one Cholomoy trip here, because most of my Mishalom are here, but that's where Museum Village, which uh, it is still open or it's not. I never got to Moscana. It's not far from here. About 25 minutes. Museum Village. It's like uh, the Colonial Village, whatever it's called. You go in and all the Gemaras are there. It's the whole tour. is all Gemaras and Lamates Malachas and they're churning the butter and they're wearing bonnets and they're wearing the hair covered, uh, the women. And they're, um, they have horses there and all sorts of interesting things. So you walk in, they have a remake of a, a model of a colonial cottage. Basically, you walk in, it's one room and the, everything's there. It's really, it looks like an apartment in Manhattan. Uh, where, like, you know, they got a loft, they got some beds up there, some hay, and you got a big kettle, and you got a fireplace, and then you got the kitchen, all the utensils, everything's hanging from a hook, because there's no room, you can't put anything on the floor, A, you don't want to step on it, B, you don't want it to be underfoot, there's no room, and C, you don't want the, the mice to get to it. So food you certainly didn't put on the floor. And my impression, my guess here is, is that, sure, people did hang their bread and everything else in a basket because they didn't have separate rooms for cupboards and things like that. And Zemashiyesh had a bunch of hooks all over the place. Was that what you were so, going to suggest? So in, in Aristotle, they have these, so in Katsrin specifically, there is a... There is a in where? Katsrin. What's Katsrin? It's, it's, a, it's a town up north in, in okay. Aristotle. Yeah. They have this historical village from, I guess, the... Uh, by Shani, well, okay. okay. They reconstructed one of the houses, like Museum Village, right. Lahavdol, yeah. And they have, like, they sh- they show this board, big round board, hanging off the ceiling, right? A rope. So when the guide asks us, "What do you think this is?" It was a challah board. He said, "That's the refrigerator." Because it was a board hanging from rope, so they put their. Food went there because I didn't want mice to get to it. Right, so, so, so I guess correct. Okay, I, I, and I was putting something floor in the ancient times that all sorts of things walking around that lived with them and they may do, and it was an option, and it was also very tight. You didn't want to trip over things. So 
it's one room, the whole house, whatever we do in nine bedrooms, and uh, they're doing it in one room, and yeah. So that was, I thought he was going to say that it was hanging and they put the hall there. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's considered hanging for here. This is going to be surprisingly nagea to a couple of menhagim. That's why this is important. But first you have to figure out, like, why would somebody want to do it? The Gemara's warning not to do it. Obviously, Goyim would do it, and people who didn't know the symbolism, didn't know this. You saw it, would do it. The Gemara says, don't do it. And the question over here is going to make a big difference. Don't do what? It talks about hanging bread, a loaf of bread, in a basket. Picture the salad you would take to the mini market in Israel. They don't have those here. Here they have things on wheels. Picture the United Israel. They everybody has one. And you put your lechem shachai, you put it in the thing, and it has two little things you hold it with. So there's a prize, you're shorter, let me take it, and put it, come in. You have that, that coat rack, put it on the hook. That wouldn't be so. Yeah, yeah, you didn't want to unpack yet, not because of the mice, and you put it on there. So is that better or worse? So Rashi is about to tell us that the main problem, maybe, if Rashi's dafka or lav dafka, we'll see, is to hang the loaf from an ale or whatever it is, in a sal. Now, why in a basket? Kashana Maisa, this is like Enlan Asik and Astaris, and the Pesach to point out. This is Alpikabal, this whole thing, this whole remez and symbolism, and you don't want to start up, but you have to know what the rules are. So let's see. Again, the expression is Kedami Inshi, Tala Sulta, Tala Mazan, and Ala Rifta, and this only applies to bread, loaf of bread. Aval Bisra, if it's meat, which is the staple of the main course, the cavalry of fish, less lumba or chihi. That's normal. Normal means, of course it's normal. They didn't put that on the floor either. So they hung up all their food. But don't hang up the bread. So, again, how you hang up the bread? Take a look at Rashi, and the place we'll discuss later. Is this dafka lav dafka? Rashi is three lines on the bottom. So is Rashi just giving you giving you a or is it dafka in a sal? Why should it be? Who knows? But why is Rashi pointing that out? And the second deal is going to be when Rashi says is only your bread or somebody else's bread? You'll say my nafkamina. So we're going to see next week there's a Ben Yishchai that talks about bakers who had ovens. Remember, nobody had private ovens. So they had ovens in town. A lot of chuvas in the Shabbos, these deskagai to get into a Carmelis. And they used to go to a baker. That's why they mounted pas akum because nobody had their own ovens. If you had a small town, one baker, and he's not Jewish, the ingredients were fine. And you brought it to him, and uh, he brought dough, he just brought it off him, and he peeled it off the side of the oven, and that was it. So they had a lot of huge oven, and the Ben Shchai is going to describe, which I think of Eitz Yisrael, you see this more in Eitz Yisrael, and I think it was a Middle Eastern thing, where they have these breads, very delicious if they're fresh, with these poppy seeds on it. They have long ones, and they have ones that are like pretzels, they have round ones. And Ben Shchai says, I see people hanging a string across the oven and hanging these large Cheerios, but they're loaves, and they hang them across. He said, that's not a good idea based on this Gemara. I can picture the scene. They got 25 customers all putting the bread all over the oven. This guy's hanging it across. And so if a baker does it for the stuff he's going to sell, but it's not yours yet, would that make a difference? And Rashi says, pizza, is that dafka or dafka? These are details that'll make a big nafkamina. And I mentioned Cheerios because the question you asked about the Cheerios was possible but kiss them besides the suffix from last night of the it's sprayed, it's baked, is it cooked, is it possible to kiss them? There are Paiskim, it's pretty evenly divided. The Paiskim would say the Cheerios doesn't have Tsuras Pas. I had this conversation thirty three years ago, something like that, thirty three, thirty five years ago, with Ravubin from Harnof, the Rav of the Shul there when they you know that shul, right? So He's the Mahabra of Archa Shabbos and uh, Marakayan. 
So we used to discuss all sorts of interesting things. So I once mentioned that, uh, yeah, I've got to be careful with the possibility of a kiss thing. You don't want to have too many bowls of Cheerios in the morning. He said, why not? So I thought he was asking, why not? This is before I was in the OU, that maybe it's not, maybe it's cooked. So assuming it is baked, but I lose it also sprayed, but he wasn't saying that. He said, that doesn't have Cirrus Pass. I said, it doesn't have Cirrus Pass. It's a round Cheerio. Talking to an American talking to an Israeli. He's <laughs> like, it doesn't have Cirrus Pass. He says, of course not. Why is that serious pass? A tiny little uh, Cheerio. I said, that's a little bagel. He says, you have an imagination. <laughs> so it's not my imagination. Half the place can hold like me. That, that has serious pass. It's a small, crunchy little, call it what you want, cracker, whatever it is. And he said, no, it's too small, and it's not possible to kiss me. So b- besides the issue that it's sort of like sprayed and steamed, and maybe it's... Uh, so I just want to add that to the comment last night. So Rashi says two things over here. We have to figure out if they're dafka, la dafka. Is it in a sal or even outside of a sal if you hang it by a string or put it on a nail, which doesn't sound too appetizing? And is it dafka yours? I tell pitoi ba'avir. Because Lush and the Gemara over here is tala silta tala mezayne. doesn't say his, Dafka Rashi says his. The next Rashi also, tala silta salu pas and he mentions again the sal. So is this Dafka or Dafka? It's Hashem, we'll pick that up. In the meantime, don't hang your bread anywhere. Let's find out what the parameters are and we'll figure it out next week.